What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 111-111 of SwiftCast. This is Adam. Ashley. And Steph. And we have another great episode coming up for you guys. We did have one of the hosts today attend one of the recent shows, so we'll be able to tell you from firsthand experience a little bit about the special guest that she got to see. And of course, we'll have all of our usual segments, including Swifty problems, older tweets, and talking more about the 1989 World Tour. But to get started, we wanted to mention last week, if you listened to episode 110, at the beginning, we mentioned that we forgot to talk about Jack Antonoff when we were making our tour guest predictions. And we said on episode 110 that we think Jack will definitely be a guest at some point in the future. Maybe he'll sing background vocals on Out of the Woods. Maybe him and Taylor will sing a Bleacher song. We'll see. But it was just funny because right after... We mentioned that on episode 110. He did show up at the 1989 World Tour in Charlotte, North Carolina. He wasn't a guest. He was just there as a fan just to watch the show. And it seemed like he really enjoyed it. Yeah, that was really cool that he showed up. And of course, after we talked about this last week and talked about what songs he could possibly sing with Taylor, I thought about Sweeter Than Fiction. We forgot about that one. Yes. Wouldn't that be amazing? I still am holding out hope for it. I really am. I just think that it's never been performed and it needs to. And I don't think it's too last era to be included in this tour. No, it's very 1989-ish. I think people need to start a petition on Tumblr. Absolutely. I'm going to go do that right now. (laughs) Yeah, and obviously it came between the albums Red and 1989. So I think it's a possibility that we could see it. Well, Jack had some awesome words to say on Twitter about the tour. Uh, Just a couple of things that he tweeted after the show. He said, speechless from Taylor's show tonight. Absolute perfection. Full of heart. He also tweeted later, Out of the Woods Live was an unbelievable experience. Seeing a song that started between two friends over email, sung by an arena, was beyond. And he also put a picture on Instagram and commented, From a small apartment with a Juno 6 and one mic to an arena. Insane to see these songs live. So it was cool to see a behind-the-scenes picture of when they were working on the song Out of the Woods. And it obviously was a while ago because Taylor still has long hair in this picture. 
Yeah, and I didn't realize that Out of the Woods was begun through email. So this must have been either 2013, late 2013, or early 2014 that they were working on it. So does that put it as one of the first songs that was made for 1989? I can't remember when they all were right now. I know How You Get the Girl was early, early, early 2013. I kind of feel like how it went was they got the assignment or however it happened for Sweeter Than Fiction. We're working on that. And then I always thought that that project led to the majority of this album. Could have. Right. And Taylor always talks about how they were hanging out at her Rhode Island house during the summer, which would have been summer of 2013, probably. And a lot of ideas sprung during that time. So I would say most of Jack's probably were pretty early for the album, just because we know a lot of songs like Style and Shake It Off and Clean were as late as February of 2014. And maybe that's why Taylor always says Out of the Woods is so representative of what the album sounds like, because it must have been pretty early on. Well, I'm still anxious to see if Jack pops back up again as an actual guest, and I still think there's a good chance. Definitely. He probably wanted a chance to actually see the whole show before, because I assume when he comes as a guest, he'll be more hidden backstage. Right. While People Magazine asked Ed about whether he'll be making an appearance on the tour, which I think we are all expecting, and he said, The tour is a long tour, so wait and see, but right now I'm touring at the same time, so yeah. (laughs) So eloquent. He added, it wouldn't really be a surprise if I was like, yeah, I'm actually going to be at this date at this time. So I'm going to say no and then give you a wink. (laughs) That's a good thing. I feel like a lot of people have been lining up his schedule against Taylor's trying to figure out what show he could appear at. And I'm not really sure what my guess is. I can't figure it out. I would prefer it if he would just say it's actually going to be this date at this time. (laughs) That would help my schedule out. Suddenly, every $10,000 ticket from Subhub gets sold, and there's not one ticket left anywhere in the world. (laughs) Well, we have some older tweets from previous years around the beginning to middle of June here. There's some really funny ones this week. Yes, and we always love looking back on these because they are always hilarious to look back on what was happening four, five, six years ago in Taylor's world. The first one is from June 8, 2009. Taylor tweeted, If I said I was in the studio with T-Pain, would you believe me? (laughs) Wow, that was so long ago. And they were in the studio together because they were recording a little song for a skit, which was during the CMT Awards. Yeah, if you've never seen that video, you should drop everything now, no pun intended there, and go look up the video because it's hilarious. Taylor talks about baking cookies and knitting sweaters, and the ending is hilarious. Really, not too much has changed with her since then. It was funny in that video how they bleeped her out because she quote-unquote swore, but she didn't swear. And then it was, go check out the video if you haven't seen it before. It's really funny. I still love my I Knit Sweaters Yo (laughs) t-shirt. That one's historical. Then on June 12th, 2009, Taylor tweeted, A bus dance party last night led to Amos being headbutted in the eye by Liz, hence him wearing a pirate eye patch tonight on stage. That's funny. I don't remember that. So he actually wore an eye patch during the (laughs) concert? Someone probably just assumed he was being silly. 
<laughs> Amos can be silly. But yeah, I actually don't really remember this either. On June 9th, 2011, Taylor tweeted, I was like, I get to sing with Fergie in New York City. And then there was rain and lightning. And they're like, it's canceled. And I was like, sad face. <laughs> Aw. On June 12th, 2011, Taylor tweeted, To the 50,000 people who came to our show tonight at Ford Field, I'm going to be replaying tonight for a long time. You are so awesome. And here we are two tours later where she had 50,000 more people come to both tours at Ford Field. I didn't realize she really had that many stadiums on the Speak Now tour. Yeah, it was like at the end of Fearless, she sold out Gillette as her final date. And then Speak Now, she started to move the focus towards stadiums. Now it seems like a huge focus, which makes sense. On June 12, 2012, Taylor tweeted, My favorite album right now. Go. And then she included a link to iTunes, which was for Ed Sheeran's album, Plus. Still one of the best albums around. Definitely. Yep, I still listen to it. It's a great album. The next year, in 2013, on June 11th, Taylor wrote, I heard at Caitlin Bird running through the house screaming. At first I thought she was being murdered. Turned out she saw a rainbow outside. <laughs> Well, the last one from June 12th, 2014 is one of my favorite tweets of Taylor's ever. So much so that I printed out a screenshot of it and have it framed in a picture because I just love it that much because <laughs> I'm so weird. Uh, this was right after she finished the last show of the Red Tour and she tweeted, just so you know, dot, dot, dot. And it was a link to a picture of a quote. There are far, far better things ahead than any we leave behind. And that's a quote from C.S. Lewis. And I know I've said this on the show before. I just, when I think about everything that's happened in this era, I just keep thinking about how true this quote was. We had no idea what she had planned. <laughs> we were all sad about the end of the Red Era, but little did we know what was coming. I think we all thought that she wouldn't top it or that it just wasn't possible. She always finds a way. Well, now let's move forward and go on to our new segment in Keeping Up with Swift. First, very exciting news, 1989 is officially five times platinum in the United States. So that means it's quintuple platinum. It's pretty insane. Not only that, but it's also still the number one album on iTunes, and it's been well over seven months since it was released. That's impressive. That is really astounding. Taylor tweeted earlier this week, just a reminder that 1989 came out in October and you are still doing this and I love you. And she put a screenshot of 1989 as the number one album on iTunes. And it's just crazy because I see number two currently on iTunes is the new album by Muse, who I really like, called Drones. And it just came out and it still can't beat an album that has been out for seven months. Just crazy. <laughs> Well, earlier this week was National Best Friends Day, and Taylor shared a photo of Calvin Harris, Carly Kloss, and Gigi Hadid to celebrate that day. That was a really cute photo. Everybody was blurry. And then, with another photo this week, Taylor shared a photo of her and Calvin on an inflatable swan in the pool, and it pretty much broke the internet. It has over <laughs> 2 million likes now, and I think she's actually the first person on Instagram who has three photos with over 2 million likes on them. That's right. This photo of her with Calvin, a photo of her waking up with Olivia on top of her, and then the third one is the photo of her in the airplane with Olivia passed out, and Taylor wrote that she was exhausted from all of her naps that she had already taken. 
this mean that Calvin is now more popular than the cast? <laughs> it got two million likes very, very quickly. So maybe. I think I texted you guys and said, how fun would it be to be at Taylor and Calvin's pool party? <laughs> it would be really, really fun. And a lot of people were excited about this just because Taylor's never actually shared on social media a photo of her significant other. So people just, I think, feel like she's comfortable and that's a good thing. Well, this week, the Teen Choice Awards also announced nominations for the ceremony. And Taylor has three. Those include Female Artist, Song for Shake It Off, and Hottie. And those awards are going to air on August 16th. The revenue numbers for the first few shows of the 1989 World Tour have been released, and these numbers are via Billboard. So far, the tour has generated over $15 million in revenue. And I think, like I said earlier, a big focus for this tour is stadiums. And when you look at these numbers, it really makes sense why. One stadium can generate almost $6 million in revenue. When you figure you have a stadium that holds over 50,000 people, tickets are, you know, floor tickets are 150 even the upper levels are still pretty steep. And then with all the merchandise, too. When I was in Pittsburgh, I went to a stand after the show and everything was completely sold out. And then even if you look at just the arenas, it's usually at least two million for an arena show. So those are some huge numbers. I think by the end of the year, Taylor will have the top grossing tour for sure. Oh, yeah. I don't know any other tour that's even coming close right now. Well, U2 is on tour, and they beat her last time, so I'm not sure. Well, do they have way more expensive tickets than her? I'm not sure what their tickets are. I know they're doing this new thing where they take up a residency in different cities and have many shows in those cities, so we'll see. Either way, she'll be way up high on the list for the year end. I just want to let you guys know, I just went and looked up U2's ticket prices, and apparently they're coming here to Chicago soon. And in the United Center, which is a pretty big arena, seats in the 200 level are $300 a piece face value. Oh, wow. Wow. Aren't they also having five shows at the United Center? Yeah, apparently they are. They have five. And at this one show I'm looking at, only one ticket is left in the entire arena that I can see on Ticketmaster. <laughs> wow. So even if they do beat her in sales numbers, I mean, when people are paying $300 face value for nosebleeds, that's insane. And I respect that Taylor tries to keep her prices as low as she can while obviously still needing to raise them to sort of equal out everything she does with the stage production and all of that. But I think she really does try to keep it still as affordable as possible. Yeah, so YouTube may beat her this year, but she'll be way up there. Well, even with all the money she's making, of course, Taylor continues to give back. Just this week, she donated $15,000 to the firefighter in Texas, who many of you may have heard of. He came to respond to a call, and it was actually his own family. And luckily, he was able to save them, but they had a lot of medical expenses and recovery, so they had to go fund me, and Taylor donated $15,000 because that's what she does. That's a crazy story, and it's awesome that she got involved and helped them out. Well, and the good thing, too, is that the media has been all over this story, so now even more people are aware about it and donating to help them. In other exciting news, Back to December just became Vivo certified, which means that it's had over 100 million views. 
and this is now Taylor's 13th Vivo certified video. It's expected that teardrops on my guitar will very soon be Vivo certified. It's at about 97 million views right now. Taylor shared a fun fan-made video of Shake It Off this past week. It was made by a high school in New Jersey, and you can go check out Taylor's Twitter feed, um, which will link to the YouTube video where this high school posted it. It was really cool. It's one of those, I think it's called a lip dub video, where they're basically just singing along and the camera's like following them through the high school, and they're all dancing and doing fun stuff. Well, to finish out her week, Taylor did a few other things in between shows. She went to dinner with Soraya. She went to her friend Zendaya's graduation. She then, after her Philadelphia shows, took a red-eye flight all the way to L.A. And today, threw Jamie King a really cute baby shower. And I love their photo booth pics. It seems like she does that at every party that she throws. It really does. Yeah, and I can see why, because those are always fun. Photo booths are enjoyable at weddings, parties. You can put on little costumes. and Hers are always the best, though. Well, next we have some news about tour. But if you're trying to avoid spoilers, you don't really need to skip this section because it's all kind of unique to each show. So first, Taylor was in North Carolina this past week on June 8th and 9th for her Charlotte and Raleigh shows, and it looked like she had a great time, fans had a great time, and in Raleigh, the venue made her this really cute collage of fan photos, and she tweeted a photo of it, seemed like she liked it. There were two shows in Philadelphia over the weekend, and on June 12th, Taylor had a special guest, which I'm happy to say I predicted back on our guest predictions episode. She had Echo Smith join her on stage, and they sang Cool Kids. So that was really neat to see. Yeah, that was awesome. She later brought out Cara Delevingne and Mariska Hargitay to walk the runway during Style. And finally, at that show, she met a couple who got married in the parking lot before the show. So that was interesting. Yeah, they kept on their wedding attire for the whole show. That's going to become the new number one wedding venue. <laughs> parking lot at the Taylor concert. Why not? Yeah, it's affordable for sure. You can even have a tailgate for your sort of reception. So if any of you guys are planning to do it, I'll come as a guest. Just let me know. But it was really cool that Taylor brought out Echo Smith. Part of me thought maybe they would have done Bright, just because everybody says that song sounds like a Taylor song. But Cool Kids is way more upbeat, and I think gets the crowd excited. Well, then the next night, June 13th, and Steph, you were there, Taylor brought out Rachel Platten, and they sang Fight Song, which was sounded like an awesome performance. Yeah, it was really, really awesome. It's funny, Fight Song is a song I've just recently been hearing on the radio. My new kind of thing I do when I'm driving in my car is I just scan through the stations to find Taylor. It doesn't matter if it's country, pop, whatever. I just try to find her as many times as I can while I'm commuting. And there are rare songs where I'll stop looking for Taylor and actually listen. And in the past couple of weeks, I've been hearing this song, and it's one of my favorites, so I always stop to hear the whole thing. And, you know, then, of course, Taylor must have the same musical taste as me. But Taylor loves this song and brings out Rachel Platten. And Rachel was actually in Pittsburgh last week. She did a little performance before the show in the parking lot. So I was lucky enough to be able to see that. And then, of course, Taylor filmed the cute little video of them backstage at Pittsburgh. So Rachel is probably going to blow up very quickly. And this song is just a great song. She's a great artist. I'm excited for her. 
Yeah, it's a great anthem song. It's really upbeat. It has a good positive message, and it was really cool to see the video of Taylor and her performing it. They just seemed so happy together, and Rachel was so grateful. At the end of the video, you can just see her putting her hands on her face like, oh my gosh, this moment was just incredible. Yeah, she was so happy, and they just did a great job together. They were flexing their muscles, and Taylor took a photo at the end. And had everybody in the crowd flex muscles for this photo. It was really cute. And it's just, like Adam said, it's really nice to see people feeling so grateful. Because to have an opportunity to put your music out there before 50,000 people is huge. And I haven't looked at iTunes today, but I wouldn't be surprised if the song is continuing to just probably either at number two or number one. And then during Style, she brought Mariska out to walk the runway again. That was really cool. On Friday night, a lot of people saw Mariska in the sound booth. My phone wouldn't work, but I don't think anybody spotted her in the crowd and then she just came out. They also just looked like they were having a blast and Mariska is awesome. So what city do you think will get Ellen Pompeo? Ooh, Seattle? I don't know, I'm just saying that because of Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Maybe LA or something though. What do you think? Well, I didn't know Grays was from Seattle, and that makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, maybe somewhere in the Northwest. Well, if it happens, I hope that Ellen gets to meet Meredith because Mariska got to meet Olivia, and Taylor posted an adorable video of it. That meeting definitely needs to happen. I want all four of them together. Although if Ellen probably tried to hold Meredith, Meredith would try to claw her to death or something. Well, Taylor is now taking the 1989 World Tour abroad, sadly for us, because we have to wait for more shows, but it's very exciting for international fans. So June 19th and 20th, Taylor will be in Cologne, Germany. June 21st, she'll be in Amsterdam. June 23rd, she'll be in Glasgow. Then on June 24th, she'll be in Manchester. And I bet she's going to have a lot of surprises for these shows. And I noticed for the Cologne and Amsterdam shows that the opener is somebody different. It's James Bay. I'm not too familiar with him. I know that Taylor's a fan of his. She actually likes his music and sought him out at either the Brits or the Grammys to meet him. So he seems to be gaining a lot of popularity, and I think he'll probably be a really good opener. Well, that takes care of the news and upcoming schedule, so let's move on to our mini-segments. And the first one we have is from Love Forever Wide on Twitter, and they said, When you want to jam to Untouchable, but there's too much noise in the hotel room. Hashtag Swifty Problems. Untouchable is such a great song. It is, and they must not have had uh, headphones to listen to, otherwise they could hear it then. Yeah. Our next one's from at SwizzleCat13, when no matter what you do, Taylor is always on your brain. Swifty problems. Our next one is from at Finally Swift. I'm just going to write my Twitter name on my arm, maybe some red lyrics, my squad's name, and somewhere put a 13. Swifty problems. The next one comes from JMAC122, and they said, My order comes to $19.79. Oh, how I wish it came to 1989 instead, just because of Taylor. Swifty problems. That's happened to me once, and I had to save the receipt. <laughs> Your total was 1989? Yeah, it was pretty exciting for me. <laughs> Our next one is once again from SwizzleCat13. When you turn on the TV and Taylor is on every single channel, 
I don't think that's a problem. <laughs> I guess it gives you the problem of which channel to watch, though. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a Swifty success? Shout out to Nate. He created that, right? True. You just have to DVR every channel. But yeah, nowadays there's so many TV channels. I mean, there's niche channels for all different kinds of sports and all kinds of obscure channels. So I think we need to get the ball rolling on Taylor getting her own. Sounds good. And Xfinity is already having all the tour features. So that's a cool thing, too. Our last one for this week is from at S Jammy, and they tweeted, feeling left out on all the tour stuff because of exams, Swifty problems. Hopefully once exams are over, tour can begin. Thank you for sending us all of your Swifty problems. If you have any more and you would like to hear it read on next week's episode, you can tweet us at SwiftCast13. But for now, let's move on to the fashion segment. We have a lot of different outfits that Taylor wore during meet and greets and Loft 89s in the past week. So I'll get started on June 9th at the 1989 tour meet and greet and Loft 89 in Raleigh, North Carolina. Taylor wore a black and white Tanya Taylor Drew Cotton Blend Jacquard shorts. And those are $395, but currently on sale for $225. And the next day, on June 10th, she was leaving Katsuya Restaurant in Los Angeles, and she had on a rag and bone Elsa textured crop top, which is on sale for $130. And with that, she had the Urban Outfitters Flirt With Me seamed skirt in the color Sky. It's a really pretty sky blue, and it's only $49, so you should definitely get that before it sells out. And she had on her Moo Moo suede crisscross platform sandals, which are no longer available, and pink Roger Vivier Miss Viv mini evening bag, which was $1,838. I love that bag. It's too bad it's almost $2,000. Then on June 12th for Loft 89 in Philadelphia, Taylor wore a really cute crop top and squirt set. It was from Free People, and it was called the Topaz Moon set. It is $228, and it was white with blue designs on it. I really like that outfit. And for the Loft 89 the following night in Philadelphia, she wore purple Prada suede ankle strap platform sandals, and they are currently sold out, but they were $895. And the last piece of fashion is actually from some of the videos that are shown before the tour. If you are sitting in your seat watching the screen, you'll see some clips of Taylor answering different questions about herself and about her friends. And in these videos, she's wearing a Zimmerman Sear Ray romper, which is really cute. And it was $345, but it's not available at this time. As always, thank you to Tay Swift Style for tracking down all of the outfits that Taylor wears. And if you'd like to learn more information and see pictures of these outfits, you can go to tayswiftstyle.com. Well, for our main discussion today, we wanted to talk a little bit about what the next single might be. We got a little hint, well, maybe not a hint, but Taylor did give us a little bit of insight recently when there was a post on Tumblr about New Romantics being the next single and that it would be the tour video that we usually get. You know how Red was the tour video, music video for the Red Tour and Sparks Fly was the Speak Now tour video. But Taylor wrote on Tumblr in response to that post, why, where, who, how? I don't even know what the next single is yet. Let's all take deep breaths in and out and watch Bad Blood again on Vivo, because that is the only single I know of currently. So she seems to be diffusing the rumor that New Romantics would be the next single. 
Didn't she also diffuse the rumor that the Bad Blood remix would be the next single? Yeah, exactly. The reason why this rumor started was because New Romantics is listed on Big Machine's website as pretty much the next single. <laughs> so I haven't checked to see if it's still there, but I think it's a good rumor. Yeah, it could just be one of those instances where, you know, she's not ready. It's not going to come out for another, who knows, two, three, four months. And she just wants to diffuse the rumors and have people focus on Bad Blood more since it is still very recent. I could see it coming out maybe in like August. If it is a tour video, do you think she would release it in the middle of the tour or wait till the tour or the U.S. leg of the tour is over? Or what has she done in the past? Do you guys remember? Well, for Red, she released the video right in the middle of the tour in July of 2013. Though I don't really feel like it was getting much radio play at that time. Well, I think it hit radio in June of 2013, and she performed it at the CMT Awards. She did. I, yes, I remember that. I don't know. I feel like even though it was a single, it never really got that much promotion. I guess my problem with it being a tour video is for every other CD... The tour video was the final single from the album. You have Fearless, Sparks Fly, and Red, and those were all the final singles for each album. And I don't think there should only be one more single before that's it for the album. Yeah, you feel like there would be more. Although I do think New Romantics would be a good tour video. I think I initially imagined it as a video with a bunch of her friends, sort of like 22. But out of all the songs on the album, the only ones I really could see as a tour video would probably be Welcome to New York, maybe Out of the Woods, and New Romantics. I kind of feel like, you know, she just got all of her friends together for Bad Blood, and she's pretty busy, obviously, touring. So it would make sense to put out the next one as the tour video instead of having to schedule time to shoot another video. Yeah, that's true. And even if it is next and it's the tour video, it doesn't necessarily mean she wouldn't have a final single. And this whole era has been breaking the patterns of the other albums anyway. Yeah, that's exactly it. But one thing I noticed is on iTunes, New Romantics is way up there in terms of sales. It's right behind the other singles that have already been released. So from a business standpoint, it makes sense to have it as the next single. If New Romantics is the tour video, and this is all assumptions here because we're not sure, but if it is, I'm looking forward to seeing how it was filmed and how it looks because I don't know if anybody else has noticed, but at the one show I went to so far, there was a awesome camera that is connected by three or four wires that moves so seamlessly and it moves above the whole floor area and the catwalk. And it seems like it gets really up close when Taylor's on the catwalk, when she's at the B stage all the way at the end. And it's not your traditional, you know, person holding a camera from the pit or the B stage pit. So I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of footage that camera has captured. You know, I don't think I noticed that camera. I haven't been able to see it, but I bet it would be really cool. I always love the tour videos. They get me excited for tour, and then when tour is over, it makes me feel sad because tour is over. But at least you can relive it through the video. I just think her tour videos usually capture how great they are, just how much fun the fans have, and just what an experience it is. I always feel like people who never went to her tour can look at the tour videos and think, wow, I probably missed out on that. 
I feel like the fact that Taylor chose to place New Romantics as the second song in the whole set of the tour, which is a pretty prominent position for it, kind of shows that she wants to show it off the most out of the three bonus tracks. So to me, that gives me more of a reason why I think it could be the next single. Yeah, exactly. And when we've talked about this before, we, I think all of us have said we could see a bonus track being a single, even though it didn't happen for Red or Fearless. And I I picked Wonderland as the bonus track single, but I'm switching my vote to New Romantics now. Mm -hmm. I'm also wondering if we'll get any type of backstage footage or maybe a little bit of a glimpse into Loft 89 or something like that. Because during the Fearless video, you got to see some of that. Whereas I believe the Sparks Fly in Red was just strictly performance-based. That would be cool. I'm dying for behind-the-scenes footage right now. I want to see the huddle before they go out. I just want to see everything. (laughs) That too. Well, if it wasn't a bonus track that was the next single, do you guys have any guesses for just any other songs off the album that could be the next single? Not even necessarily the tour video. Like I said, on the episode where we did this last time, I said Wonderland. But I also think given how much Taylor always wanted to work with Brian Tedder, it would make sense to release a song she did with him. So maybe I know places. And I also think Clean deserves to be a single. I already think Taylor's going to clean up at the Grammys next year. But having Clean as a single would kind of ensure that I think I think it's just such a great song and deserves so many awards. I can just imagine that being an amazing Grammy performance too. Kind of like All Too Well in 2014. Or maybe even better. Yeah. Well, I'm going to put in a vote, and I don't know if this is allowed or not, but how about We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together rock version? I know that would never happen because it's obviously not from 1989, but um, I was just kind of joking around. But that song is so awesome. I wish we could get a version of it on iTunes so that we could download it and have it forever. Yes. I really think we will. I just think it'll be after every leg of the tour is over. Oh, okay. With a CD slash DVD? I do think so. I think so, too. But you are right, Adam. We all need a version of that and trouble. I think Taylor knows we're all going to illegally download it if she doesn't give it to us, so she may as well just make money off of it. (laughs) That's a good point. But off of 1989, I also think I Know Places would be a great choice. And I would also say I Wish You Would. Those are two of the ones that are my favorites. And I think either would be a good single. How about you, Ashley? I still think that Out of the Woods needs to be a single. I think that the album wouldn't be complete if she didn't put that song out, especially since, like we were saying earlier, that she stressed several times how much it represents the whole album and that it was one of the first songs she released. I would be very surprised if that song did not get released as a single. Yeah, she hasn't actually released a song with Jack as a single, and he was a big part in this album, so it would make a lot of sense. And Out of the Woods would be my pick. Like I said, I think it would actually be a great tour video, because I don't think she would want to focus on the who's this song about aspect, because that would just be annoying. So it would be really perfect to show the tour. Well, I was going to say, if she did make a video, but not a tour video for it, I would hope that it would kind of be a more literal acting out of the story instead of something more abstract like style was. I know that there's always going to be the who is this about annoyance factor, but I still think it would be a really nice video. So it sounds like we want pretty much the rest of the albums (laughs) re-released 
as singles. In addition to a couple Red songs. <laughs> I think she definitely has time for at least two more. And I want physical single CDs of every single one, which apparently she's not giving us anymore. Yeah, for those collectors out there, it's been difficult to find physical copies of the singles. Back in the day, you could just order it on her website. Well, we'd love to hear what you guys think what the next single should be. If you would like to tweet us, you can tweet us at SwiftCast13. If you'd like to contact us through Tumblr, we are SwiftCast13.tumblr.com. Instagram is Instagram.com slash TheSwiftCast13. Facebook is Facebook.com slash TheSwiftCast. Or if you'd just like to email us, you can email us at TheSwiftCast13 at gmail.com. And finally, go check out our website, SwiftCast13.com. There you can listen to all of our old episodes. And just so you know, iTunes only shows the last 100 episodes. So if you wanted to go way back to the beginning and listen to early episodes, you can do that on our website. Also, we'd love for you to subscribe to us and leave us a review on iTunes. If you subscribe, iTunes will automatically download the latest episode for you so you don't have to go searching for it. So what do you guys think Taylor will do next week? Well, she has a few days probably until she has to head to Germany. So I think in the meantime, we're going to see a lot of her out and about in L.A. with her friends and with Calvin. That's sort of my prediction, too. Although I was thinking maybe for her tour date in Glasgow that maybe Calvin would show up as a special guest. I don't know what his schedule is. I don't have it memorized like Taylor's, but (laughs) it is in Scotland and Calvin's obviously Scottish. So that would be pretty cool. I would be so curious to see how they would interact on stage. Yeah, exactly. It would be so obvious that he would be the guest because I'm guessing they would have to set up his big booth. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. They would need to take a little break in the show or something to get it set up. So logistically, I don't know how it would work, but I think it would be cool. Well, my prediction is going to piggyback off of that prediction, and I'll kind of put the two of them together. My prediction was going to be that Taylor has Ellie Goulding as a guest, either in Germany, the Netherlands, or Scotland. And I'll go one step further and say that we get both Ellie Goulding and Calvin Harris, and that they do one of the songs that they have together, like uh, Outside. Oh, that would be cool. All three on stage. That way Calvin could kind of be in the background. Taylor and Ellie could sing. Yep, he can man the DJ booth and they could be on the catwalk. I really like that. That would be awesome. I'm looking at Ed's insane tour schedule and trying to figure out if he could magically teleport to any of her shows. (laughs) I just don't think so. He's touring almost every single city of the U.S. over the next few weeks. Yeah, I think he's incredibly busy through July 3rd and then he has a break. Well, actually, after July 3rd, he has the following week three shows back in England, right when Taylor's coming back to the U.S. Oh, (laughs) that's how most of their schedule is. It's like Ed's in Nashville and then Taylor's in Nashville. and She does have a couple Canadian shows right after the 4th where he doesn't have anything. So I guess there's a chance that Canada could get lucky. I would be very jealous of them. But whoever gets Ed or this amazing idea Adam has, just get good video. That's all we ask. So we can live vicariously through these people. But really, I think Taylor's going to pull out guests. I could see it in Amsterdam, too, and Cologne. So I'm excited. 
the last time Taylor was in Germany is when Ed came out and they did I See Fire. So she'll be back in Germany this week. Should be exciting. Well, if any of our European listeners are going to any of these shows, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you. But this has been episode 111 of SwiftCast. This is Adam. Ashley. And Steph. See you all next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for SwiftCast was written and performed by Sydney and Chuck. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18+ terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.